You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by BuiltBar.com. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com. Well, Ulysses, the Rays had an off day on Monday, which means there was no Rays game to recap. So we thought it would be kind of a fun day, fun episode where we can take a look at some of the other prop bets that we did before the season uh, started that we did not get to. Um, Of course, what was it, a week or two ago, we had did an update on the prop bets that we disagreed on. For example, Mike Zanino, I thought he would have a better batting average than 200. You did not. Alas, he does not so far. Uh, there is a whole bevy of them. What are some other ones? I can't even think of them right now. Um, I know there's the the Hunter Renfro will finish with a higher war than Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham going on the IL, I think, with another broken handmade bone. My you gosh. Know, so, he's going to let me down on that one because, yeah, yeah. With, with that broken bone, he'll be probably out for four to six weeks. So he, they're actually at a dead heat right now at negative 0.1 war. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, I think he's going to unfortunately let me down on that one. But the one that uh, we disagreed, I think, the most was on the 400 hitter. Okay. Yes. And as of right now, there are still quite a few candidates that very well – could hit 400 for sure. That's right. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the prop bets that we did agree upon, but kind of seeing, are we accurate or are we way off the mark on them so far right. about a third into the season? Uh, the first one, Jose Alvarado will have a lower ERA than Emilio Pagan. As of right now, Jose Alvarado, of course, on the injured list, has a 6.00 ERA in nine innings pitched. Emilio Pagan in San Diego has a whopping 8.31 ERA in eight and two-thirds. Oh, my goodness, Emilio. I mean, we are right. We, we are correct, but <laughs> nice if uh, Alvarado had stuck to that 231 ERA that he was working on with uh, maybe a week ago. Mm-hmm. But he got hit uh, pretty hard in Buffalo, and uh, I think that was his big blowout, really. So, you know, with the IL, hopefully he gets a little bit better command. But, yeah, we're technically winning that one. Yeah, and I think, quite frankly, we probably will end up winning that one. And, again, with relievers in this early in the season, one bad outing, your ERA yeah. is going to shoot up like crazy. Like, I think, yeah, Jose Alvarado had around a two, mid-two ERA before Friday. Then he gives up four earned runs, and now we see his 
ERA shoot up to six. Emilio Pagan, though, like he has not been He's good all season long. Yeah, losing out on save opportunities. I think, again, we were right in the fact of, you know, people were like, oh, why the hell did they trade Emilio Pagan right before the season started? I think they realized the three batter minimum rule, the fact mm-hmm. that he's probably going to have to face some more lefties this season. He's There's a uh, lot of power bats in that AL East yes. division. And so when you have a guy who's prone to the long ball like Emilio was, it's kind of playing with, with fire and, and putting him in situations where the Rays are going to be playing really um, tight games for the most part. You know, their their margin of error is going to be very close. And when you're putting a guy like that in that in those types of situations, you might get burned more than you like. So, yeah. you know, that's what happens. And uh, right now it looks like the Rays are winning that trade when they acquired Manny Margot and a player to be named later. I believe his name is Logan Driscoll. Oh, the Padres are. They do have Jake Cronenworth getting Cronenworth out of the – the Tommy Fan right. Renfro deal, man, that guy could he, he could be the rookie of the year, believe it or not. Yeah, he this could season be. playing all in infield spots and um, doing all types of damage with his bat, and just wait till he gets on the mound. Okay, uh, the next prop bet that we agreed upon: the Red Sox will finish below five hundred. Um, I didn't think this one would be that far and away, like we would be this accurate this soon but right. i guess you know i think did we make that prop bet before mookie Betts and david price w- were traded and no okay no i don't think so I, I think this was like way before corona wow so yeah. we we saw this one coming a mile away at an yeah. effect of chris sale and eduardo rodriguez and all those guys yeah the red Sox, they ain't good this season which brings mm-hmm. us to the next prop bet the toronto blue jays will have a better record than the boston red sox that is actually closer than i thought it would be as of right now it, it was another team that i was worried about more than <laughs> that's been the surprise and the toronto blue jays uh, they've kind of been underwhelming the the blue jays so far i don't know if it's buffalo uh or 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 something else the covid protocols but they haven't looked as sharp as i thought that they would uh with that young talent again uh, bobichet was on a on a tear he gets hurt against the race the other guys maybe they're just starting to, to pick up the slack but I definitely did not see the other team that we're going to be talking about uh stepping up like they have in the AL East. Yeah, and that is the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles. Who are they? What are they? 12 and 9 right now? Oh my gosh. Um so the Blue Jays for the record, they're 7 and 11. Boston is 6 and 16 right now. I'll say this about the Blue Jays. Their run differential is minus 10. As of this recording, the Red Sox are minus 42. So I think the Blue Jays are a better team than what their record is showing. Moreover, I think the fact that Ryu hasn't quite gotten to himself yet, I think there's going to be better outings from Nate Pearson. And I know that the Blue Jays have just put Bo Bichette on the injured list, but we also have to remember that that other young, talented group of Biggio, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Gurriel, they haven't really heated up yet. Whereas the no. Red Sox, I don't see like I don't see their pitching staff getting any better. You know, I'm sure like, yeah, Devers is gonna play better, but they 
I don't really who's see coming? much upside who's pitch? from the Red Sox. Who's going to pitch for the Red Sox? I mean, is are there people like lining up uh, at Fenway just trying to try out? There's nobody that can fix that right now. And yeah. when you're six and sixteen after 22 games, and you have the trade deadline staring at you in the face in the next what 12 days, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to make some decisions. And the decision by the Red Sox front office is not gonna be like. We're going to get more pitching. No, it's going to be, we're going to sell some pieces right now. We're, let's let's acquire some talent. I, I So who, I mean, could we see a big name be traded? A, a Xander Bogarts, for example? I mean, you never mm-hmm. know uh, with, with ha- uh, Heim Bloom there. But it's going to be very interesting what they do. I, 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 would, I would put a lot of money, actual money, to say that they are not going to get pitching this is going to just go downhill from here on out this is a bad season for the red sox oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. all right we'll get to the rest of these prop bets that we agree upon kind of check and see how we're doing on them but first the improved built bar is even better they're now up to 18 amazing flavors and six new flavors ulysses do you want to hear these six new flavors hit me We've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. And that, of course, goes along with their 12 original flavors. You got the likes of the the coconut almond, the raspberry, peanut butter. I mean, there's so many of them. The mint brownie, which is very good. Very, very good. I'm not a big mint fan, but uh, that one is worth trying. Here's what you need to know. Okay, they are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet, by the way. Um, Taking a look at one of my favorites, cookies and cream. Here's the, Mm. the flavor profile of the cookies and cream. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams sugar, four grams net carbs. You know, I think that's why Brandon Lau was the AL player of the week. Like he's just been sneaking built bars this entire past week, probably really this entire season, I would say. I was just going to tell you, those are as good as numbers as they were for B-Loud during this week, and he gets the AL Player of the Week. Very good, very good. Wavelength, buddy. Yes, uh, and for a limited time, Built Bar is giving away a free cooler with a purchase while supplies last. To take advantage of that, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On. And that'll get you $10 off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, continuing with the prop bets that we agreed upon before the season started and just checking in and seeing how we're doing. Uh, this next one Tyler Glass now will pitch more innings than Blake Snell in 2020. Uh, as of right now, Glass now has pitched 15 and a third. Blake Snell, 13 innings pitched, but starting to get stretched out, starting to look better and better. I got to tell you, we might be on the wrong end of this one come year's end. I'm not calling uh, defeat just yet. I know that Snell will pass. We want Snell to pass mm-hmm. Glass now after he faces the Yankees uh, and and Masahiro Tanaka, but that'll be for uh, a talk later on when we preview the the, the first game against the Yankees. But yeah, 
Snell should pass Glass now tonight, but after that, I, I want Glass now to start hitting the fifth inning and the fifth inning uh, consistently. I mean, yes. look, let's be honest, Blake looked probably as good as any other pitcher that the Rays have thrown out in 2020. I mean, May have been the best start good. of any pitcher for right. the Rays this year, yeah. Right, so he looked really, really good. Now, Glass now has probably, I mean, you know, this could be a good poll. Put out who has the best stuff between Blake Snell uh, and Tyler Glass now and, and see how Race Nation mm. feels about that and who has the best stuff. But let's see who can actually put it all together in 2020. And I know it's a weird year, but uh, I'm still not going to call defeat. I still think that Glass now is going to come through and we'll, we'll, we'll start pitching a little bit deeper into games. Yeah, we also have to remember Glass now had COVID. Um, right. and he's also got to like, he's got to get rid of the, the 30 pitch innings. That's what's killing him. And yeah. just, you know, it seems like there's times where he'll give up a home run or he'll give up an RBI hit. And then that throws everything out of rhythm. And then that's yes. like, okay, now I, why am I even pitching anymore? I'm done. Like after he gave up, I don't think it was, it, it was his last start or two starts ago against the Yankees. He'd given up uh, maybe a home run to Talkman or something, one of the no-name Yankees players, and it, everything just like disintegrated for there, from there. He had like two perfect innings and then gives up a bomb, and then it's like, okay, now the wheels start coming off. 100%. He actually reminds me a little bit of, you, you, yeah, you guessed it, Chris Archer. Uh, uh, because Chris would honestly do the same thing too i mean he would get just so into the game which you love when 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 the players are showing passion for their craft and, mm -hmm. and for their team and they want to do well but there's a line into sometimes you want the guy to be stoic like a charlie morton he gets right. rocked and he just keeps it going with the same face and if he strikes somebody he just has the same face it doesn't matter yeah. if he's winning 5-0 or he's losing uh 5-0 it doesn't matter Glass now doesn't have that. Chris Archer definitely did not have that. So, you know, that comes with maturity, I think. Mm -hmm. And and maybe Glass now can can start to turn it around. But yeah, it definitely is a different person when he gets rocked right away. You can see his reaction. You can see him being a little bit um flustered. And as BA pointed out, his delivery wasn't quite in sync in his last start. Like we also have to remember he's six foot eight. All arms yeah. and legs, a lot of moving parts. It's hard to get those things going <laughs> at the same yeah. time. And who knows? Maybe he picked up some bad habits during that three, four-month layoff where he was by himself. And it's very really? easy, a guy of his size, to kind of get out of the zone, so to speak. And I know he had changed his delivery a year ago or when he basically got to the race, I guess spring training of 2019 or whatever. So that'll be a, an ongoing yeah. development as of right now. I'll – hey – Blake Snell, keep proving me wrong, buddy, because I thought it was going to be a disaster this year, and he is exactly. proving me wrong. Um, I, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, yes. Okay, this next one. Wander Franco won't make his MLB debut this year, but in 2021. Again, there's, it's not happening. It's not happening, Rays fans. It's not happening, MLB fans. I, we shouldn't even be talking about Wander Franco, and I don't even think he's really been talked about or mentioned so far this season anybody that has wonder franco in 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 their in their mouth and their tongue when they're talking about baseball in 2020 uh needs to just look at themselves in the mirror and say mm -hmm. okay i know i'm being ridiculous it's not happening yeah he's not touching 
an MLB field in 2020. See him in 2021. Uh, so next. Honestly, you know, I don't even, as of right now, because there's no minor leagues, I don't even know if we'll see him in 2021. It might be 2022, 2023. Oh, I, I should have I been a little bit clearer. In 2021, it's a September call-up. Okay. Okay, I see. I see you there. Yeah. I see you there. Yeah, it, it would have to take a, I mean, it would have to be Marlins-esque COVID-19 numbers for right. Wander Franco to be seen in a Rays uniform this year. Just going to That's leave right. it at, like that. Like you're, you'll, you'll, see, you'll see D-Rob before Wander Franco if it got to that point this year. You know what? You'll see uh, Ronaldo Hernandez, okay, mm-hmm. before Wander Franco. I really, I really believe that. I really believe that. Maybe some Taylor Walls, Kevin Padlow action. Who knows? Yeah. Um, this final one. Okay. Our boy. Nah, I don't know about that. Kevin Kiermeyer, <laughs> Somebody's boy, I'm sure, out there. Yeah. Or some lady's boy. Kevin Kiermeyer <laughs> will eclipse five home runs and ten stolen bases this season. This prop bet was actually provided to us by a listener. And we were like, okay, we'll jump on that. Um, yeah. As of right now, through 20 games, Kevin Kiermeyer has four stolen bases and a goose egg on the home run front. So he's on pace for 12 stolen bases and zero home runs so far. Uh, yeah, it was Phil McRae who, who gave it to us. And Phil, um, you got us, buddy, because KK has been swinging for the fences every chance he gets. Uh, and uh, yeah, goose egg. Zero bombs so far. I mean, uh, every time he swings, I believe he has 40 um, because he's just so confident. He do just you, swings like Barry Bonds in 2001. It's ridiculous, but do you zero. Think, do you think he's swinging? Because I do feel like his approach has been slightly better this season. Like I, I feel like more balls are being hit the other way. Maybe that's just me in some recency bias, bias there. Perry's chiming in. My God. Perry has opinions Pe- about Kevin Kiermeyer. I think Perry's disagreeing with you there. Uh, so I'm going to have to save you from Perry's disagreement there. I, yes, there have been times where he hits the ball the other way, and it's nice, but not as often as you would think after he made this whole spiel during spring training of like, you know, the normal baseball fan is really not going to notice the difference in my stance, but I definitely tweaked it and then I'm going to have a better year uh, at the plate. And so, yeah, he's being incredibly clutch and and you love to see that happening. And hey, KK, keep doing that. But I, I, I have to disagree with the fact that he does swing for the fences. He he does pull the ball, and you right. can just see the the balls put in play. If you look at the spray chart with KK, it's just ridiculous. They're playing him as if he's Poppy Ortiz with zero of the pop. Right, I agree with you there. It just seems like I don't know how many balls he hit the other way last year, the percentage, but I would say in his defense, it seems like the percentage is slightly more, and he is drawing more walks this year in That's his nice. defense. I'm trying to help him out a little bit. I've, I've been very critical it's, of He's your namesake. He, of course. Well, how could you not do that? Okay, this is what he did with his stance. You know, I looked at some video from 2019 and this year. It's just more closed and the bat is over his shoulder as opposed to at an angle. That's it, really. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not Look. changing. He's still going to bat 230 with a 650 OPS. At the end of the day, that's, however he works it, that's what it's going to be. I'm sorry. 
And and you know I do agree he is walking more from five five 5.4% last year to 13% this year but the strikeouts have actually increased from 21.7% to 26%. Okay. So KK yeah he's seeing a little bit better the ball but I think maybe he's swinging a little bit more we'll have to de- uh, you know dig deeper on the numbers here but um not all around better uh so that's a shame and zero home runs we yeah. look pretty bad on this prop bet i i will say his defense has looked worse or he's made more mistakes in a shorter amount of time than probably i've ever seen from mr kevin kiermeyer mental mental mistakes which mm-hmm. is what you hate but apparently in defensive runs saved he's actually number two in the outfield with six behind kika hernandez from um the dodgers so that's surprising to me when I read that stat. Uh, so it's nice to see that uh, defensive analytics still like Kevin Kiermaier. But if you've watched the games, which, again, you can't really do the eye test for right. these sorts of things. But he, I mean, he himself ha- has told, you know, the media that he believes that a lot of balls uh, that he could have caught this year haven't been caught. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a shame because you've grown to a standard of KK defense and it's it sucks when you you don't get that as a race fan. Yes. Does that a uh, defensive run saved include the two run home run that he let slip out of his glove? I guess they Whoa. just count that as a home run, right? They don't even count that as like a defensive mistake. So he's probably right. getting the exactly. byproduct of some of those things. And and there's been two of those. There's been two of those. Let's remember yes. that. Yeah. Kevin Kiermeyer, step your game up, buddy. Yeah. You're making your salary is ten million dollars a year prorated. Come on, help us out a little bit. All right, so the Rays begin a three-game road set, their final road series before they return home, against the New York Yankees. As of this recording, the Yanks are 15-6, and trying to sweep the lowly Boston Red Sox. So here's what you needed to know. We mentioned this uh, yesterday. Uh, the Yank, or this morning when, I, when we actually recorded a little peek behind the curtain, uh, the Yanks have Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, and DJ LeMayhew on the IL. Uh, they've got Clint Frazier up, who's raking Miguel Andujar, and they just uh, reactivated Aroldis Chapman. Um, so, look, the Yankees, even without three of their best hitters, they're still a very good team, still a very, very good team. And I don't think if you're the Rays, you can rely upon two walk-off hits by your backup catcher again. It's going to take a little bit more than that on the road against the Yankees, even Sands fans, even without fans, even without the very, very annoying and raucous and rowdy Yankees fan base that we know and uh, love, I guess. But even – I I understand what you're saying, but there is – I would rather the Rays face a depleted – Yankees than than not. I mean, this is oh, the yeah. perfect time. This is the perfect time Take to, to strike. A hundred percent, yes. Uh, uh, just like you were able to take four from Boston because they were just depleted and playing horribly in every mm-hmm. aspect of the game. We'll do the same with the Yankees when they don't have their stars. Um, you know, because they're being wrapped in bubble wrap, basically, and and, and all the and, time in the dugout. So do that. I mean, you know, I think Brett Gardner is the guy that has the the most at bats against um, Blake. So he has actually pretty good numbers. Uh, he's batting 286 in 21 at bats. You got Aaron Hicks batting 220. 
Gary Sanchez batting 263. I don't know. I don't see a lot of damaging numbers against Snell, which will, which will be nice, but it's not like um, the Rays are hitting <laughs> the lights out of Masahiro Tanaka either. So, How about this? Is this game going to be a pitcher's duel? I pitcher's say duel yes. I agree. I say yes. I think it's going to be 4-3, 3-2, and come back tomorrow's show. If it's 10-8 or something like that, I will will eat my words. Over or under six runs scored scored total? Oh, that is great. Great prop bet. Got to get in the betting mood. Yes. Uh, I can't say push. It's got to be over, under. I'll say over. I'll say over because both of these offenses – have been hot lately and are still very capable of things. Like once we get to the bullpen, who knows what happens unless Snell I'm, and Tanaka. I'm going under. Okay. I'm going under. Blake's going to give up one run in six innings. Okay. I agree with you on that, but is the bullpen going to carry it the rest of the way? That's the question. Uh, that's only three innings. We, we, they, they got the Nick Anderson for one. Boom. Then you got two more innings to cover. All right. You better not throw like Sleegers out there or something. Like let's not, you know, <laughs> It's not. Hey, he redeemed you himself. You don't like bit, our boy Aaron Sluggers? Come on, Aaron Sluggers. That's what I'm calling or Slugger, him. Sluggers, Sluggers. Uh, he he oh, did gosh. he did close out the game against the Blue Jays the other yes, day, he so did. he did redeem himself a little bit. Uh, I can guarantee you this in this series against the Yankees that uh, Aaron Boone is going to huff and puff at some point. You know, if Blake Snell throws one slightly inside. The Yanks mm-hmm. are going to complain and whine and, and argue with umpires, even though you're not supposed to do that this year, I guess. But it's still probably going to happen, buddy. Prop bet. Will there be bench clearing action in the Bronx with the Rays in town? There'll be something along those lines. I don't know, 100% bench clearing action, but somebody's going to get ejected. There's going to be some type of yes. argument. Brett Gardner might break a TV. There's going to be some... Right. There's going to be some quirkiness in this series. He it's might, not going to be he, a smooth. Yeah. It's not going to be smooth sailing. It seems like it's never smooth sailing against helmets. The could be thrown by Gardner and be you know ricocheted into his lip. Yeah, I think things are going to happen, and you know I live for that. I I, I love that type of of drama. You know whatever. Okay, you you gave me a prop bet. I'm going to okay. give you a prop bet. Love um, it. Or just really a, a question, I guess. Do the Rays win this series? Do they take two out of three against the Yankees? Uh, hey, look, when the, when the Rays are, uh, are playing the way they're playing, I'm not going to bet against them. Okay. Yes, they're going to win this series. All right. All right. After Tanaka, it's Garrett Cole and James Paxton. Paxton not doing so hot. So theoretically, right. I mean, you should win this game. Then, uh-huh. okay. Garrett Cole, yeah, we'll give you that one and then take the one against but James like, Paxton and go home. Why does Cole have to be good every time out? Oh, he because just he has, has been, been good every year. time out. Like, uh, okay, well, like, there's one start where he's not going to be good. Boom, yeah. I'm just speaking it into existence. Yeah, you think the Rays play better, and I know we're going a little bit long here. Do you think they play better or will play better without fans at Yankee Stadium? Or do you think they kind of drive or get motivation and momentum off of that. Yeah, you're booing me. Yeah, you're calling me all these names. I think yeah, you're saying it. all these things. And when I hit a home run, or when I make a catch, or when I strike somebody out, yeah, then I can. I I feel it even more. I feel it even. I more. I think they love it. Yeah. I think I think all athletes love telling people that hate them or that are rooting against them. Uh, Siwi. Yeah, 
You still suck. I don't. Mm-hmm. Go eat your popcorn. Yeah. Next. Yeah. I don't know if the, the Yankees have cut out uh, cardboard cutouts or whatever. I feel like that's like above them. Like that's not, you know, oh, we are the, we are the Yankees. We are, we are <laughs> yeah. highbrow with pinstripes. We don't you do can't that. Have, you can't have uh, facial hair or anything. No facial that. hair in your cutouts. No facial yeah. hair in your cutouts, sir. Like I had heard uh, people were doing trade rumors uh, because it's now, believe it or not, that time of year. And people were talking about Mike Clevenger to the Yankees. It's like, yeah, he'd fit in well with the Yankees. <laughs> I feel like that's not quite... <laughs> I feel like he would not uh, gel well in that organization <sighs> or that clubhouse. He's right. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I don't think that would be. I think he would stick out just a little bit. Yeah. So does, uh, for sure, for sure. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now play your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.